You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Cooligans, stupid. Today's show is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Okay, well, you guys are seeing and hearing this a little bit later, but we <laughs> just finished watching USA versus Wales. Mm. And them Wales weren't as dusty as I kept yelling they would be, bro. <laughs> oh, we got a lot to discuss. Oh Welcome to the Cooligans World oh, Cup. Yeah, that's right. You're Christian Polanco and I'm Alexis Guerrero. The Cooligans World Cup Daily. There's a lot of new listeners. We have to let people know no, what's no, going right. on. I'm Alexis. If you happen to be hanging out with us in Atlanta at Park Tavern mm. and now you're listening, well, how y'all doing? <laughs> okay. So, dude, two dudes came up to me and they're like, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> I've never heard y'all before. Dude. And I was like, well, you know, is your horse double parked, buddy? I guess, Buckaroo. I guess it's similar to the way maybe the English are more used to this. But, you know, you travel uh, an hour on the train and everybody sounds different than you. You know what yeah, I mean? You know, in England, they got some wild like normally we wouldn't know the difference in accents. But after having visited Liverpool, we understand <laughs> the wide range of English accents. All of a are. sudden, we're ex- extinguished linguists. <laughs> oh, bruh. I'm like, well, I know Shakespeare ain't from up here, bruh. <laughs> um, but no, we are in Atlanta. Uh, shout out to World Soccer Shop uh, for uh, having us host a watch party for U.S. against Wales. We're oh, currently... Shout out to WorldSoccerShop.com. Show them some respect. WorldSoccerShop.com. What is that? A, a poetry jam. Yeah, dude. You know where that comes from? A poet- poetry. But you know why? Because they, it's too too loud to clap. It's like rude. No, no, no. It's not. It's rude. Beatniks would be reading poetry in uh, in like the like the Bleecker Street area, mm-hmm. right? And they would clap. But everyone who lived in Bleecker Street area were, were immigrants. They were like German and Polish immigrants. Yeah. And they would get awoken. They would get woken up by the clapping. So they would go down and beat the crap out of all these skinny beatniks. So they started doing this so they wouldn't get beat up by the Polish and German immigrants who work in the factories who wanted to sleep. Oh, what? The Poles and German immigrants aren't Bruh. aren't we're not moved by some of the poetry that Dude, we're hearing. Imagine getting beat up and then somebody imagine you beat somebody up and then they write a haiku about you, bro. <laughs> You're like, damn, bro. I gotta <laughs> someone help me write a damn haiku, bro. I gotta I gotta clap back. I mean, I'm going to say that I got to snap back. You get you get beat up. You become a pretty creative person. Uh, you, you know, know? what? <laughs> it does, it's all of a sudden you, you learn how to channel your energy in different ways. <laughs> um, so well, speaking of getting beat up, that was the USA second half am I right everyone I mean it wasn't it wasn't that bad bro what were you watching why did we stop playing out of the back bro you ever have you ever played in the World Cup of course <laughs> okay I, I so have I so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so just two years <laughs> conversing this is why you tune but, in but this is how you know you southern fans po- podcasts are now hosted by like a lot of athletes so they can have they can talk like remember that remember when it was just us <laughs> remember those <laughs> remember that? now now they're getting into our space damn bro you don't see me out there playing keepy up <laughs> um no man there's a there's a a psychological component to to big matches and that I, I think so Yunus Musa shook we didn't hear him we didn't hear about him shook, all game shook he was not, shook not bro, how many how Yo, many times what? did you see no no stop how many times did you see him take on a defender 1v1 that's not that's not what he does he Yo, never bro. does that he never does that bro how many times did you see him get behind the line he never does that either what does he do then he holds the ball but he, why would you do that on the wing? That's not your job on the wing. He's not a wing. He's not a wing. He's he was a playing on the wing. He wasn't playing on. He's playing on the left side. On the left side. How many but times? That's not do the it? wing. We go wide, bro. Do something. Pulisic with is the a ball, winger, bro. is a winger. Yeah, but how many? Yo, you see they swap in spots. How many times was Musa out there doing nada? Uh, so look, I I'm not gonna say uh, I, I'm not gonna be too harsh on a, a, any of the U.S. players because I I think they and did, it's Wales. I think they did a good job. Wales, the problem. Wales unless did, we play this game at SeaWorld, bro. They can't possibly have an advantage. All right, please. No no more of those jokes. We don't need them. Uh, <laughs> the Wales is they they went into that game. It's my whale sound. They went into that game with no interest in playing straight up. They were they knew they were the weaker team. They okay. knew they had to defend. They so then when we were up 1-0, why wouldn't we just play uh, keep the ball? Why did we stop playing out of the back? Why did we start all of a sudden going long playing their game, giving them space to counterattack? Bro, I, this guy this guy doesn't know ball. 
Sorry, everybody. I apologize for my co Then you tell us. <laughs> you tell us what we did in the second half. Wales was playing. They played so defensive. They, what did Wales really do? They didn't really I'm create. Not, I'm not talking about that. Why did we start going long? Why did we start going route one? Why did we stop playing out of the back? What are you talking about? That did, it did you? It wasn't simply going long. As soon as as soon as Haji right, specifically talking, there about were moments that. that it happened. Yeah, no, but there were moments. Players, they were you get you large get it. swaths where we were not getting pressed. We had players open, and all of a sudden we started going long for no reason. What do you mean for no reason? You don't think people get tired? You don't think people get tired? What are you talking about when we have possession, how are we tired? It's more tiring to chase after these long balls when they're all four no, feet taller isn't. than no. us. Well, when you're getting the ball to fresh players, the substitutes that came into the game, it isn't more tiring to do Bro, that. Yeah, I, do. I, I mean, we brought in Brendan Aronson, the guy's five foot nine, and we're trying to go long. It makes no sense. If, if they were going long to Haji Wright, who had about three uh, long balls that, that he controlled and passed it off. And, they, and it led to— You know to, what else Haji Wright can do? Get a get a pass in space, bro. This is, okay. bro. We saw. I get up. that. I get that. Is no. It's we played shook in the second half. We played shook. No, no, we did. We not. absolutely, bro. We, I don't know what you were watching. No, yo, the second half, they might as well have played yakety sax over it. We um, were barely making um, <laughs> passes. We we're bro, barely connecting passes. People, sh- it was yeah, people are gonna shut off this podcast, bro. It was embarrassing. What game were you watching? Wait, you and I literally called the exact same game. <laughs> I don't know what you were watching that was different. They were they were not shook. They still created uh, chances in the second yes, half. No, no, but Wales was playing more aggressive than they were in the first half. What you what can you give any credit to Wales at all? They, they, not, they you think well, they didn't I do anything? Even, I haven't even started talking about Wales yet. They made one change. They took out the tiny dude Dan James and they brought in that monster Kiefer, which clearly said to me, "Oh, they're going to try to win on on a set piece. They're going to try to win on the corners. They're going to try and to they win on did dead not. balls." And they no, did not. They did not. In fact, they started playing much better on set pieces and dead balls, but they certainly didn't control. It right. was it was our mistake that led to their goal. It was nothing more. It was a penalty. It is what it is. Those you give and you take. There was also a, a header that you know, Matt uh, Matt Turner had to stand on his head to save. So, shouts to Matt Turner, who I think was my man of the game, uh, man of the match. Uh, I don't know who you picked on the U.S. team. I mean, uh, I, they, they mentioned this on the broadcast, and they said Tyler Adams, when I, and I think that's Tyler the, Adams played incredibly yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, we, we would have given up probably one or two they, one or two goals if it wasn't for him stopping plays and stopping buildup. Uh, so, I, so, I think he was the best player. But, the you know, I have to when give— When Weston McKinney pulled up a little bit, and he saw he got a, his his injury seems to be reignited or something or mm-hmm. maybe something different that completely changed the tenor of the match. He wasn't as aggressive in the midfield. He wasn't able to do that. What is, he that does. is true. That is true. Wow! Look at you giving me credit for something I said. Um, well, I mean, it was obvious. He was clearly something yeah, but, had happened. But he that also that changes the way we were able to play. So for me, that's when Wales got a little bit more confident. But we still had control in a way that we just couldn't get back in the second half. At least not for the swaths of time that we had it in the first half. And yes, I agree with you. Wales played more aggressively. But who gives a shit, man? You never heard of half these players, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, when you, it doesn't matter if you give a shit or not give a shit, bro. It's, it's they did what they did. And by the way, we should be advanced to the point because Mexico does this. We should be advanced to the point that when we lose momentum and when those finals that we've played against Mexico, there were large periods where we lost momentum. where We're asking our defenders to bend but not break or we're asking our forwards to defend. There's moments where even against Mexico, we're able to use that against them. We're able to counter punch. We're able to use their, their momentum against them. And we just weren't able to do that. And part of me thinks it was the moment. Part of me thinks they were shook. Christian Pulisic, I don't think brought his A game. Uh, and by the way, was, got, I know got the assist on got, that goal. No, no, no. Listen, there were there were incredible moments. I'm not going to do that, but yeah. I'm not going to take that away from them. But there were moments where I'm like, I'm expecting a little more. I'm expecting a little more. Brandon Aronson, to me, looked the most solid when he came in. To me, he looked the most confident throughout of anyone really, really besides Tim Ream. Tim Ream was. And I, I, I'm sitting here. The first thought I had when he, for, when I saw that he was the starting in the starting lineup, I'm like, dog, these guys are gonna counter. We're gonna bring in a grandpa. Abuelito's gonna be out here with the with the man bun. But yo, he he had a calming force across the the back line that I thought was incredible. I agree. So I thought. I, look, on that pick. you know, we haven't seen Walker Zimmerman and Tim Ream uh, play together much, but we have seen uh, uh, Tim Ream and and Anthony Robinson play 
together very often. Yes. So I understood the, that decision. I think it was the right Anthony decision. Anthony also played really well. They played per, uh, really well. I thought, it, it, uh, look, I thought exhaustion probably caught up to them in the second half. I, it's ridiculous for me to hear that because it's, it's the it's first just, game. It, it's, but same thing. I get it. I get Wales, it. But it's the like, first game. It, it happens to everybody. Wales were chasing the ball, so they're supposed to be tired. They look. Walker Zimmerman a little too aggressive on a ball. He probably shouldn't have been too aggressive on that led to to that penalty. But Pulisic had two very bad corners, a bad free kick. Yeah, they weren't their sharpest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but but to say that you expect more, especially when you saw them play in the two friendlies before the World Cup. I don't Cup. care about that. It's, the World it's Cup. not about caring, but you can see no, there's a saying, pattern. I'm not, I'm not grading that. I'm not grading that because it's the it, World Cup. England, were, I didn't England expect them to be like, sharp. I England thought they looked were, like dog shit up until the last match, and they came in. I mean, again, it's against Iran, uh, but they came in all guns blazing. But, but we know the quality of those players. Right. But, but to see the U.S., uh, uh, you know, they they weren't sharp in the 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 match against Saudi Arabia. They weren't sharp against Japan. They, I did not expect any sharpness, and I, they were sharper than I even expected. They were so maybe in that's that f- the difference. I had a high level of expectation. You had such a low level of expectation. Yeah, well, I, and maybe that just comes from you working with me for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that <laughs> first that first half, I was like, "Yo, we're the better team. The U.S. should win this game." Wales did not deserve a point in that game. That I that is my true feeling. That one mistake from Walker Zimmerman that that you know following Bale diving for a ball he probably should, didn't need to dive for. I w- I will also say that the the two very quick yellow cards we received at the beginning of the match, yeah, dude, uh, sort of reset the aggression that we were able to have well, because they- that was just I don't want to say he's a terrible uh, ref, but all of you just thought it. Um, <laughs> that was absolutely. What a weird way to call a match. So this was an interesting thing. The uh, People were pointing this out. So, uh, somebody DM me, and I apologize. I can't remember who it was. Um, but somebody that, uh, pointed out that um, the ref was, was Qatari and that the, that the U.S. is, like, investigating things from, like, you know, in the in, – from Qatar or whatever. I mean – And there was a little – so when as soon as that – you know, uh, Sergio Desk got a yellow – in the sixth, seventh Weston minute, Kenny got one right after. Uh, Tyler Adams is the one. Weston, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to give him a yellow right away. So they, it felt a little bit like, yeah, why is this ref not even letting anything go? Right. Uh, and the fouls weren't that like egregious to me that deserved a yellow card, and especially for it being a first offense. I thought Weston McKenney's was, but the Tyler Adams one, not Tyler Adams. Uh, who was the first one? Uh, Dest. Yeah, Serginio Dest one. I was like, how is that possibly? Yeah, I, I thought both were not yellows, but uh, so but it, so that was. A cr- but certainly, that's like the big. Beginning, you're like, hey, I'm not gonna let this go. You yeah, know what I mean, everybody, so, hey, so, captain. So when those uh, calls were made, and they felt early on, especially in the first half, that that the U.S. wasn't get pretty much getting any calls, and and if there were the, the calls that they were getting were yellows on them, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but then I think his bias switched <laughs> against Wales. Maybe he and noticed. Wales got a yeah. That's what I mean. He kind of evened it out. Yeah, yeah, he evened it out. By the end of the match, I'm like, oh, he's just a bad ref. There was still a couple. Uh, uh, Wales should have more yellow cards, without a doubt. Sure, yeah, they, they were. But uh, I do think it, it was even that and i do think the penalty call was the right call i unfortunately. I, I agree as well like should the, the us i believe only had one shot on target which was the goal and the fact that they couldn't create chances is is yes frustrating but they also weren't scoring many goals uh in in the past couple months either so that's what i expected the i i thought you know I expected this from Wales. I knew that this is. This I mean, they played exactly how we expected they, them to play. It's just a boring ass game. They had barely had possession. It's a boring ass team, bro. And and that's why the U.S. should have won. They should have found a way to get a second goal. They could not. They and but they not only could they not find the goal, but they couldn't really even find uh, another good chance that was similar to the one that that you know the the goal from Tim Weah. And look, I get that there was all like really eight of their players were in the box, and they basically started eight defenders. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that it's difficult to break them down. But here's the thing that frustrates me the most. The way we play this, you know, passing the ball around that sort of the flank and the ring, trying to draw somebody out, is built to play against this type of system. 
So I'm expecting it to it, have a it, bit more success. It is no, not no, hold on, built let me, let, to play against this kind of system. Go, that, go ahead. That's no, a, no, no, why, all of a sudden you're why a football is, scholar. <laughs> Tell me why, why it's not built to play against the system. Wh where? Okay, so we've played this way against uh -huh. teams that don't play like don't Wales. You, no, no, I need you to, yeah, I need you no, to give no. me a little bit. A bit elaborate, so please. So what is it about the style of play that can get through five, six defenders in the box? Because when you have players that are making those diagonal runs when you have players that are coming out and receiving the ball the plan is to try to draw one of a low block defenders out to create space literally what we're doing they were in a low block and they they were not drawn out okay. they allowed those crosses i'm not saying it's built to to, to beat this type of system that's exactly saying, what no, you said it's played this is the type <laughs> of play this is the type of way you play when you have someone on a low block you keep passing the ball around until one of them make a mistake now granted they didn't make a lot of mistakes right but there were moments where we were where it was there was a little bit of space. The last thing you want to do, you have to hold. If you're going to play the style, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to correct me because now all of a sudden you're Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, <laughs> but when you when you play the style, you have to have the ultimate amount of patience. All of a sudden, we're sending in crosses when there's four of their defenders and none of our guys. Two crosses went to the far post when we didn't have someone there. That's what I'm talking about. If you're going to do this and you're going to play this style, pass back and forth, pass back and forth, hope to draw somebody out. You go in, I go out. You go in, I go out. You go over here. Now you go over there. Dest was supposed to be on the left. All of a sudden, he's on the right. When you're going to keep doing this, when you keep switching, you're hoping to draw somebody out. If you're not drawing somebody out, you just have to keep playing this way. You can't all of a sudden start sending crosses to nobody, especially when they've so, got But that's how they play. That's how they play. What, what is the U.S.? That's how they play. They send in crosses. They, they, they're fast on the wings. They try to go a 1v1 I from honestly, time to time. I honestly don't know what you're talking about. I'm saying, so if, if that's how they play, right? So the, the way they play, I am, the argument I'm making is that the way that they play is not good against a, a, a team with a low block. How would you, how would you suggest so, so, playing so, against? So this is what I would suggest, and I think this is where they... they because, you know, the one, the one thing that upset people is that we didn't have a style and Greg Berhalter has used the entire cycle to build no, this style. I think Wales played us perfectly. They they played us like, all right, you yeah, we know you your players, especially on the wing, are better than ours. So, you know what? Let's not play aggressively defending. Let's let some crosses in and and, and keep the the you know the, the front of the box in front of the goalkeeper, keep a lot of big defenders right. there. So, so the, this is what they ahead, did wrong. This is what I would uh, I would have changed or at least at least Hope you're listening, Greg. Took a, a bit more chance. They had no threat from the top of the box. They didn't test the keeper. They did not. They they they, they did not because they only had one shot on one goal. One shot on goal. They they, they didn't take shot. I, I think Kellen Acosta maybe took one shot from outside the box that got blocked. Or I forget. There was one shot that I can remember that came from the top of the box. But when you don't have a threat at the top of the box, those central defenders will never come forward. Right. There's nothing for them to be threatened by. I'm not going to – I mean, we're literally saying the same thing. I don't know how we ended up in an argument. We're literally saying, saying the same thing. The difference that I'm saying is you're like, this is how they play. You, If you're going to be – if you're going to play this style, you have to be disciplined. They were more disciplined than we were. They stayed in their positions. They didn't get – they didn't get caught out. We just all of a sudden, when it was getting frustrating, we just started sending crosses to nobody. And I wouldn't necessarily say that's the way we play. That's the way we play when we find advantages. We had no advantages when we were sending those crosses. That's not what you do. To me, that is a, you know what? I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not getting anything. Let me just send this and hope something happens. And to me, that's just as dumb as not playing it out of the back in the second half for the majority of it. It was so stupid. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I, th I thought. So who do you blame? Um, I said Wales. The only thing they were better at is being more disciplined. I, this is I, I expected this result. I mean, I expected a draw. I mean, I, after the first half, you're like, all right, we should probably win this game. So I, I don't really think there's anybody. Look, I, I I'm I'm gonna blame somebody because Walker Zimmerman caused the penalty when it probably didn't need to. So, but I'm it's it's a very light blame because I think he he did play a good game. I think he made a mistake, and I didn't really expect more goals. That I, I the, the U.S. has has not really shown that in the last couple months. I thought the 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 fact that they scored that goal and the fact it was just like from open play and it looked sharp, they looked confident. That was like they, they sort of peaked at that moment. But Wales, 
they did the right thing. They they just waited for their opportunity. And so frustrating. It's the U.S. It's a young team. They're still and trying. Let's be honest. If it wasn't for that penalty, they would have had barely. I mean, I know they had three shots on goal, but they had barely any chances outside of dead balls. Right. Right. So that which is why I think the U.S. should have won that game. Uh, I I would say Wales got lucky. That that's. I'm gonna go back and say repeat exactly what I said. I think the U.S. at moments looked absolutely shook. I don't think we looked fully prepared for the moment. Hopefully, those jitters are gone. Okay, I mean, I know you're Shook. Eunice Moose's uh, manager, <laughs> but got, I do. I've well, seen, bro. I've seen him go v one v one, and I've seen and him Concacaf, and bro. in this shirt, I've seen him cross that line. I've seen him put those defenders on their back heels. I was expecting to see more. I'm, I'm sitting here wondering why it was so such a tentative plan. And then all of a sudden it switched to this long ball, which was just so ridiculous to me. I mean, shouts to Matt Turner. He's apparently very good at it, but it was really, really stupid. I don't care if Haji Wright's in or not. That's not what you do. I'd rather see Haji Wright uh, play off the back, play off the shoulder, make a turn, and find open space. The same exact way we scored, uh, which is with uh, Tim Way. Shouts to Tim Way for an absolutely incredible goal. Um, sorry, we take a point. What do you think is going to happen now? I would say, um, I mean, we were talking about this afterwards. So, it, like, so we obviously have to talk about the results from the other from uh, the other game. England obviously beat Iran six yeah. to two. Um, Why are we even talking about it? Because it was incredible, <laughs> shouts to you. But it was against Iran, and what a horrific collision between what I believe is the center back and the uh, goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, yeah, it was uh, really where they bad. smashed both their faces together. Goalkeeper had to come out. It looked a little wobbly. I don't know why he stayed in. Uh, somebody tweeted it looked like out. he broke his nose to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. They replaced it, but he was a little wobbly. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, should that, I mean, he, was, he had blood all over his face. Um, he obviously had a concussion. Um, I, I look, I'm not a doctor, but it looked like it looked like what happens to a player when they get a concussion. So hopefully he's okay. Uh, he looked good at have to come out but um somebody tweeted out somebody being forced to uh to work uh in in something uh you know on okay on, well i'm glad on some <laughs> conditions uh whatever it was good it was a good tweet <laughs> yeah great yeah yeah i love, love the paraphrase <laughs> Dude, retweet that right now uh, <laughs> i mean uh, you, saw, yeah. you all saw that banger <laughs> uh look uh bukaya saga with a with a brace uh, a lot of other players with goals. Shouts to oh, every black player got a goal, dude. <laughs> Shouts to all the racists in England, yo. Y'all struggling today, boy. Grealish is your dude, yo. Uh, look, I thought. Uh, I mean, look, it is it is Iran. I don't know uh, uh, if, but after watching that, is it is it uh, Iran is very bad or is that England is very good? It might be a little bit of both. But now England's gonna have that false sense of confidence. They're gonna walk into this USA game thinking they're gonna beat us six to two. I, I don't think it's a false sense of confidence, but they. Right. But uh, here, folks, Christian's not a patriot, dude. <laughs> but I, I do think they, I think they're under uh, underestimating the United States. And a, a, after watching them in, in uh, against Wales, I, I, I honestly think the, I think the result, it's not going to be six two. I know that. Yeah. Um. But the look, a, a draw against England, and a, and then a win against Iran gets you in. That's it. That's it. So it's not impossible uh, to get a result there. Um, we got to take at least a point, and then we got to beat Iran by more. Then Wales will probably beat them. Yeah, look, if even if um, so, yeah, far it's like, actually not going to be an easy game for Wales, by the way, because they both kind of play a similar style. Look, the hope is um, probably that Wales, um, Wales against England. You you would you expect. You would want um, you want Wales to. I mean, it doesn't really matter which draw. one. Yeah, I, I, I whatever. Was, Yo, Wales beat them, and then we both get out the group, <laughs> yeah. bro. I don't know. I, so I, I, I think at this point you would want England to beat Wales. England's got to take an L. They got six. They got four goals. Goal differential. They got to take an L somewhere. Yeah, uh, they ain't coming against the run. I, and I obviously. don't think it's I, look. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think Wales can beat England. Uh, and and we don't forget how much you know territorial pride there, there is. is. Look, I, it's gonna be a derby. I know yeah. that, but I don't think they can beat them. I don't think they can. They, they're right, not going to so get a point. Dude, you hate America. I get it, They look it, how bro. terrible they looked against the U.S. All right, you hate America. I get it, bro. What are you talking about? Bro, I'm talking about Wales. Get it out there now. <laughs> if you think Wales can't beat England, that means America doesn't get through. That No, I think England and the U.S. get through. Okay. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, like, of course. <laughs> but, then, but Wales has to take an L somewhere. They uh, Against England. Okay. And 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 a good result against, regardless of the result that U.S. In England has, if they have a uh, a good result and a good goal differential against Iran, with with the point that they already have, four points, good goal differential. Four I think, points can get you through. Five points 
almost certainly get you through. Six points for sure get you through. Yeah. So for some reason, I still think we can beat England. Um, I know England is, a, is an incredible team, and I've said it before. Across the first 11s, there's not a player on England I take. Uh, there's not a player on America that I take over England across the eleven. There's not a player on what player from England would, from America would you rather take against England in the first eleven? Oh, oh right. So and you're saying that there's no player? No. That, yeah, yeah. I can't really think. I mean, maybe. No, I mean it's tough. Matt, Matt Turner, you know, over Pickford. Over Pickford. Maybe yeah, I'd probably take that. I'd probably take the goalkeeper. But that's probably look again, not saying a lot when you can't really, really say maybe McKenney. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day. What you hope is, is that England walks into this game with a little too much confidence and America has a chip on their shoulder. And again, it's America versus England. We're undefeated against England. Hopefully that remains. If we even if we in get World a point Cups. in World Cups, mm -hmm. even if we get a point out of this, that's still a I, massive it'll, result. It, it, uh, yeah, it'd be a huge, huge result. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the and if it, England, it, if Wales and Iran are nil nil. Bro, that's even better. Yeah, which I, it's I, not a. It's not cra not a crazy result. No. That might be possible. They both kind of play a similar style. Yeah. The uh, I mean, but England did look great. Jude Bellingham was uh, spectacular. A, a, a class above everyone else, and yeah. he was 14 years old at, at the last during the last World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Incredible. The uh, who had Arsenal. We also met. We we met Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham, sweetheart. When we were in Germany, it was really cool. Yeah. We were waiting to interview Gio Reyna, and Jude came up to us. He was like, "Hey, what's up, fellas?" I don't know if you saw what Gio Reyna tweeted. Or what he said in the press conference, did you see? I didn't. He said, I'm 100% been ready to go, which is, you know, player talk for the coach don't trust me. Well, he didn't play in the game, and a lot of people— He didn't even get come in as a sub, dude. That, that, yeah, that's what I said. He didn't play yeah. in the game. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which it means he didn't come in as a sub. Did you stub your toe or something before <laughs> this interview, dude? I mean, that's what do you, you hate traveling? Fairly <laughs> obvious. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's make a whale joke. Do you uh, uh, do you want to <laughs> give us a technical breakdown of how Gio Reyna would have changed the game? Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Um, uh, that well, yeah. Okay. Uh, am I being too nerdy now? What's no, wrong? No, you're kind of being a dick. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you re you repeated the same exact thing I said, so that's no. why I was pointing it out. I was just trying to add on to it. Let okay. Me sand. Um. So the uh uh so but some people were bothered that he didn't play in this game yeah i would say everyone wearing an america shirt yeah it did <laughs> it, it look jordan morris came in the game and the people weren't happy with that yeah. that decision to bring him over uh over gio reyna but i this is i'm trying to understand greg's logic and there's a a, a fast winger over or over a creative midfielder i would do the same thing especially if i'm all of a sudden you know, playing long ball, you got to have someone like uh, a Jordan Morris. Yeah, uh, he didn't get to touch the ball enough for my liking. Uh, but um, of the subs he made, I would say Haji Wright. Okay, I mean, looked good from the little bit I got to see. Yeah, I thought you Sergeant know? was good too. I uh, Sergeant. Sergeant was good, man. That moment where the ball was pinging around—if he would have been able to get his, you know, his foot on that, man, it would just been such. Well, a I, I believe he controlled the ball that, and then Pulisic and ended up with the ball. To get it to Wea, right. I think if I remember the play correctly. Um, so I thought he did his job. You know, th that was also uh, a surprise. Yeah, and also him. he looked in form. He didn't look like he was kind of wondering what to do. He knew exactly what to do. He was pressing well. He was yeah. playing well. He was connecting well. No, I was happy. I was happy with what I saw out of Josh Sargent and happy what I saw out of Haji Wright, who, you know, a lot of people, what, I think uh, Alexi Lalas tweeted Haji wrong. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, not uh, during the game when he was quit, <laughs> during the U.S. roster. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, it doesn't what are you going to do? Send him another <laughs> soliloquy about uh, how to play the how to play the game here? Um, I thought that was uh, that. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's not a great tweet. I mean, he got his point across. <laughs> what more do you want? He said everything he had to say. Would have, yeah, like would Ricardo Pepe have made a difference in that game? I don't think so. Uh, I don't no. Think. I don't think so. I don't think at all. Yeah. I mean, look, there wasn't really anything going on for any of the strikers. No, this was this, unfortunately, just adds a little bit more pressure to Christian Pulisic because he, he's one of those players where you expected him to do something. There were moments where he had the ball like the corner top of the box where I'm thinking like, oh, he's going to curl it. He's going to do something. And he kind of just kept connecting with other players, you know, similar to what you said about testing the testing the keeper. I, I was expecting some things that like that. It's a, a moment of, of brilliance, a moment of excellence. And I just didn't get it. And at the end of the day, it was just really frustrating because it was like there were so many moments where 
people were just pleading for something to happen, you know, pleading for you to get the ball closer to the net. Just get closer to the goal, dude. Just get closer to the goal. But we're playing it out of the back, and we're just moving the ball back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in our half. And it's like, all right, let's do this, but over there. We need to have a high line. We need to push, yeah. push. And it, there, was a, there was a tentativeness that I was not expecting. So, uh, yeah, overall, I, I, look, I'm not surprised. Um, but if, if you – Told me before the game that we were going to get a point uh, from Wales. I would have taken it. I mean, it, I think a- after the game started, my, you know, my mind changed. Uh, or my yeah, opinion no, changed. I wouldn't have taken it. Uh, it but I would have taken it. The dusty Wales. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, look, frustrating, but the, the they just there weren't that many chances created. And that, and that I, you know, I expected that 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 was going to be the type of game that we had. Yeah. So, right. well, um, uh, so look. Let's talk to some people who were there. Yes, uh, Footmax Nation, the homies, Wiso Vasquez, Amelia Lopez, uh, are out in uh, out in Qatar. Uh, they were at the game as well. So let's get their take and also preview. Mexico will be playing That's right. uh, tomorrow, so we can uh, you know see what uh, how they feel about their chances against Poland. Uh, all right, let's see what they got to say. Here we are finally with you know what this is a huge. We we have people on the inside, bro. Mm, okay. Mm. We, yes, we have, uh, uh, you know, it's like an espionage uh, team. Our budget has gotten to the point where we can send people to Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. uh, shouts to uh, these two uh, two homies out there with Footmax Nation doing their thing. Really excited. They got a chance to go to USA versus Wales so they can tell us just how dusty <laughs> Wales was uh, and why we should have won, bro. Uh, keep it going. I mean, this is... Superstars. Do you want to do it? I yeah, let's go. Shout out to Wiso Vasquez and Amelia Lopez. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Hello, hello, hello. It is almost 4 a.m. here, so that's just testament to how much we care about Christian yeah. and Alexis. Also, you could have just stopped that noting- at Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alexis knows I have a lot of love for him. But it's worth noting that I volu- I volunteered us as tribute to this way before we we finalized our plans to guitar. So Wiso is being very, very nice about this because I was like, you know what? I, I created this monster, so now I have to take right. care of it. You make it seem like I don't want to be here. I'm I'm glad I'm here to be part of the Cooligans. Like I've I've been on your show now like three or four times, so right. might not be a cool yeah. point. That's it. Uh, it's like so- it's almost <laughs> Cool again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I want to do two things. Um, I want to talk about the the game, the the U.S. Wales match, and then I want to get some uh, preview and prediction uh, for Mexico Poland. So let's start with uh, uh, U.S. Wales being there. What was the experience like uh, at the stadium? And uh, we we probably don't have enough time to talk about the general feeling about no. everything in Qatar because I've been seeing some. We of the- already said that they completely agree with everything that's gone on. <laughs> So don't worry, we got you guys covered. We got you guys. You okay? You're big supporters. Uh, you loved the Johnny Infantino press conference. I, I I've already seen all your tweets. Yeah, um, but look, for us it was a tale of two halves. Why don't you tell us what you saw? Absolutely. I think first off, and this is prefacing the fact that I also am in agreement that the U.S. should have won this game. Absolutely, but I think we were both really blown away by the Wales fans um, completely. I think they, I think they won the national anthem battle. If that was where points started being taken place. I think the way that they felt um, what a, a father and a son were right in front of us and they were just super elated to be there. It was like their first world cup and everything. So like you really felt that intensity, like, you know, like that is what the World Cup is all about. I know like Ecuador versus Qatar was kind of, you know, like eh, it was a little lopsided. But um, I think just like first impressions was the Wales fans and just like the way that they kind of like sung the national anthem, so to speak. Yeah. But then on the field, uh, I think, yeah, they, I think the first half, the U.S. should have kind of closed it out in those first 45 that's minutes. That's why I wanted this, the U.S. You know, to crush the hearts of the little Welsh children. Oh, that father and son in front of you. Just leaving <laughs> sad, deciding to become rugby fans. Nice little dad and son family ass. You know what? You know, given as, as, as uh, actually, uh, you know, Christian, you'll be joining the club soon enough. But I will tell you one of the first pieces of advice as a parent from parent to soon to be parent is, 
you can absolutely laugh at children crying. It just depends on the circumstances. <laughs> you guys remember we come from Caribbean families, right? That's almost par for the course. Okay, I'm glad uh, you know we got that. This is the this is uh, we're talking about soccer. We got some solid right. parenting advice in Christian there. Christian well. has to learn to say, "I'm going to hit you now until you stop crying." <laughs> it's the threat. The threat. That's normally how it is. Right? So, uh, uh, you know, on my on my end. On my on mine with the game, I mean, as as a Mexico fan, you're watching. Then I go, I've seen this before. The U.S. come out just strong, dominating, and then, and you know, in such a fashion that you're like, these guys are fast. They're finally clicking, and you just kind of sit there. You're like, this is what everybody's been talking about. You know, this is the team, and you're you're, you're going there with Pulisic. That Pulisic run, and it just everything was gelling, and just like you start going, okay, this what is this? You know this. Wales team, like, come on, you can't put two, three passes together. It should already be two, three, zero. And you just kind of go in the first half. We're like, well, you know, this is this is what everybody's been telling us about the U.S. We just don't want to admit it. They're this good. Like they, they are now they're in the world stage and they're this good. Halftime came around. And like you guys said, a tail two halves. We're like, whoa, you know, where where was that? Lines moved up. I don't know if it was a little confidence there. Berhalton not making changes that they needed to be done in the midfield. But I think you said it too. McKenney was already getting injured in that first half. And then it kind of felt like that yeah. injury impacted them going into the second because I don't feel like the midfield was as like fluid and solid against the Wales, who finally decided, oh, we can actually go to goal to yeah, score. Yeah. You know, that's how that's how this game is played. Was the respect that Wales gave the U.S. I think shoot, we might score, it was dude. It, it, it was interesting, and I think that was probably the exciting thing about the first half, was like, Wales seemed a little bit intimidated by the U.S., and, we're, and yeah. you know, we, we're not used to... You know, I think because of the pandemic and not and not having many matches, not many ha not having many friendlies against teams in Europe or really just other parts of the world. We we've been it, it, the Concacaf has been pretty intense the last yeah. three years, and and I didn't expect the U.S. to go in with like that much confidence and be like, yeah, we're better than you, and that's why like we were talking about it earlier on the show it's just they just should have won that game i mean there's a to me there's no uh real excuse outside of the fact that wales was just like all right look we're gonna do everything in our power to just simply not let you score and play the most boring game of soccer we we can yeah and it's i mean it, it didn't work out for you know when you when you plan the game it was it was so much respect that they were giving the u.s we're like hey if we hold them back we're tall we're strong we're discipline i think we can make in that first half then the second half came in and credit to 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 the welch to 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 wales because you know they went for it they're like hey it, we might get scored on again i even tweeted it out i'm like is wales even going to try to gamble or maybe just get a 1-0 and it's going to come down to whatever goal differentials or however it is but uh, i i think that's when we all said all right you know we're going to go forward we have our star up front if we can just work that midfield and there was a good 10 minutes where, where I was like, the momentum is kind of going there. Berhalter did. There's a good eight-minute pause with, with, with killing the momentum. And I thought that was it. I'm like, all right, the U.S. did it. It's happened in Mexico and U.S. games where Mexico gets like five minutes of momentum and then the 2-0 comes and then the dos acero chance start. So I, I, I almost, I'm like, I've seen this before. Wales are going to try to do well and then a 2-0. And you almost saw it. You know, it's another counter. But Wales coming back. You know, 80th minute plus another 20 minutes, and then you're like, "Wow!" You know, they, it could almost been two one if it wasn't for a late foul that was definitely needed by the U.S. Right, you know, right, with, right. yeah, with, with, the cost with the so it, it was, it was, wow! And it's an it's an eye opening to the fact that you need coaching, and I, and I don't know if that second half was lost by Berhalter kind of waiting for two you know changes or the players what's going on. Pulisic didn't look all that well after the like it looked like the second half he was. And I don't know if there was something there, some knocks, but a totally different team where you're at the World Cup. You know, you can't, you know, yeah, yeah. you can't. It's almost like the first half of that Honduras game. Okay. It's like the first half of that Honduras game. Like, you got to flip it almost. Yeah. Like, you know, and you're, and you're just sitting back. And we've seen this before, I think, with the U.S. where the young team, and that's that's where that experience comes in. We're up 1-0. Let's, let's do that. So... You know, but it's not the end of the world, I think, for U.S. fans, at least with the tie. No, I agree. I Look, we, it's the second yeah, best cool. option is to take one point, you know? Yeah. Um, what do we think about Mexico versus Poland uh, coming up? Uh, it's going to be a tough match. Poland, 
you know, plays relatively well in Europe when they get the opportunity to. Uh, Lewandowski's last uh, shot at a World Cup here. What are your thoughts? Um, I, well, we just recorded a Mexican soccer show um, and we were actually talking about it. I think that this is my circumstantial answer, given what we just saw from the U.S. and Wales. Right. And and it's obviously it's completely circumstantial because if, if the U.S. would have won, it would have been like, look at these young players, look at the fight. Right. But because they ended up tying kind of, you know, their own mistakes, leading them to this, you know, only receiving a point, I kind of think. Well, if that kind of randomness can happen in a World Cup, which we've seen time and time again, you know, maybe despite all the obstacles and all the dysfunction that the Mexican national team has had, maybe the fact that these players have been in a World Cup before might serve to our advantage. You know, maybe they'll be like, you know, not confident in like, oh, we can do this. We've been here before, but more more like, oh, no, we understand the pressure that comes with being in this position with, you know, Ochoa was saying that the media being against us, you know, the fans hardly believing in us, you know, like they'll kind of step up to the plate. And so with that, I think, you know, we've surprised people before in a World Cup. You know, there's a part of me that that is that, right, that we've surprised people before. But then there's, a, you know, the person that has covered the team and followed them for the last couple of months. It's like, I just don't see it. And those two, you know, kind of like thoughts are kind of existing in this moment right now. Yeah, the I mean, look, my, my scenario uh, is, that you know, a, a couple of people were asking. You no, know, go ahead our thoughts on on you know what how mexico would do i think leading up to these uh you know the friendlies that they had before the world cup uh raul jimenez coming back and you know haven't have hasn't played club football in, in months uh I, I honestly don't see mexico winning one game i mean i don't know if you feel that way i don't know if that's thinking wow too, you know, if that's too dark or, or too stark of a, a, of I a prediction. I want to agree, but they also beat Germany last time. You last know what I mean? time. I'm saying you never know what can happen. <laughs> it's it, you're, you're on the kind of right track there because you there. I think I have a theory of like, when does Mexico really play their hearts out? Guerra. They don't show it. And it, the intensity has been a problem with Mexico teams because I always feel like Mexico is, do we really need to win this game? The only games we got to win is against the U.S. Uh, and the Gold Cup Finals. And I always feel like we've been telling these players, come on, take your shirt and put it back. Mexico does show up because it's like the only time that they have to. Was a Gold Cup, yeah, it's important, but until maybe the final against the U.S. And the two finals against the U.S., I felt like Mexico was dominating. And then, but bam, the U.S. just did their game and they won. Qualifiers, it's really hard in qualifiers. Regardless of where you're at, especially the Aztec, everybody back, they just want to get the points. And I feel like now at the World Cup is these players are like, all right, this this is it. Now we really have to go all of it. That's the hope. But Tata being Tata is very conservative. And I'm what I've been saying before is I think it's going to be very boring of Mexico, but somehow they're going to make it through, kind of like Tata did with Paraguay. Not exciting football. Mexico gets second in the qualifiers in, in CONCACAF qualifying. You know, they make it to a final. They get exactly what they need to do in order for him not to get fired. I feel like you're going to make it to the next round. And uh, and and out of the group, but tomorrow it's it's I think it's high scoring goals uh, for Mexico because of the defense, and then Poland. I, I hear it's not doesn't have the greatest of defense, so uh, I think we could get a win. But again, a tie isn't 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 horrible. Yeah. But to your point, Christian, I could also see them losing. Like, yeah, I could, you know, I could see it. that. Like I could the just signs. Kind of, I could just over. feel validated and like you know, <laughs> valio madre. Yeah, it, was, it wouldn't it surprise me if they won or lost. Shockingly, because I, I like what Wiso said, which is true. It's like, and that's the Mexican. That's, that's been the last four years <laughs> for all of us. You know what? Surprised? No, because if they like, win, these, I'm not. I'm not surprised. If they lose, I'm not surprised. These players might. It's show a very up, Mexican you know, against European like, competition. They might show up all of a sudden, and it's not like Poland is like a world beater either. They might be able to take points, but then if they get bossed all around the pitch, I'm also like, well, yeah, this is kind of the Mexico we've seen the last year, year and a half. I just think from last World Cup to this World Cup, Mexico, it's just been a. a uh, uh, such a contentious four years. You know, when we interviewed our close personal friends, Carlos Vela and Chicharito Hernandez, you know, and everybody saw us, you know, mm -hmm. chatting up. The vibes were great. Just powwow. They were just like, we were I, speaking Spanglish. I, with them, I, I was talking to them. I'm like, man, what, what, what what's wrong with Mexico? What happened with Mexico and the, yeah. and the Federation? I, like, <laughs> you know, I, I think there's a, the, the I, so I, this is what I think is the biggest problem, like maybe just psychologically. And even when we went to the, the Azteca, we were there for three minutes before 
people started chanting Fuera Tata, right? It's just uh, like when you're actually there in Mexico, yeah, it, it's like it's contentious. The 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 Mexican fans hate the hate Mexico more than the U.S. hates Mexico. That that, that seems to be. They feel like Everton fans. Like no one hates you more than your own fans. <laughs> you're competing <laughs> against yourselves. That's the that's I think. So I think I, that's where. Yeah, and I and I think the difference is that the fans that are here at the World Cup, it's not only my team; it's like they're on because everybody they're gonna yeah. go crazy. They're, they're you know that's one thing that you can go okay. If Mexico starts losing, <laughs> if it's you know then I'm, we're a little worried. But I do feel like that's one thing that we've heard from the fans. And I've asked like 25 people to give me like, hey, what do you think is gonna happen? We're gonna we're, like everybody's just here. Like let's. Let's all come together, at least for the team. Let's do our part so they don't blame us that, oh, it's because we don't have the FEC on next to us, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I think the atmosphere is going to be great, but uh, the team needs to show up. And, uh, yeah. So what we'll what about – I um... think it's a very different situation. No, I was just going to say that I think it's a very different situation from 2018 because – JCO was also a very mad scientist, right? Where he was so set in his system and what he believed was the right way to go. But he kind, aside from the seven zero, he kind of ha had the evidence to back him up, right? He was top of the he was top of the table for qualifiers. Beat the U.S. Beat the U.S. Beat Honduras in Honduras. Yeah, so. you know, just kind of had all these different accolades that kind of formed for him. Whereas Tata, to Wiso's point, right, these important matches that he's had they've they've fallen right against the u.s and leagues cup final against the u.s and gold cup finals so it's a lot of like all right i you know i guess we're going to respect you as a manager because you're also set in your ways but we're not playing super good and even though we happen to stumble upon a second place in the qualifiers what are we really doing you know and it, and it feels that way even in that friendly against sweden where i think you tweeted it out you know, like this is the team that we have. So either they show up or they don't. And we're just kind of stuck in this existence of like, if they do really well, well, you know what? We actually had good players. And if they do really bad, well, you know, that's that's what we have. Yeah. So it's, I, I it's would a very, just, uh, my last you know, question. It's a very Mexican way of <laughs> My last question is I think we so, I think you tweeted this out about that, that somebody told you uh, or that you were sort of hearing that fans want Mexico to lose every game so that the federation makes changes what 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 can you expand on that yeah. uh, at all it, it's kind of like this this mentality and you know what it, it goes along with it we need what happened to the u.s to you know four years ago okay you didn't go to the world cup and now you have a great team well <laughs> no they just tied against wales so is uh, that okay, really yeah, yeah. Right? well this <laughs> is pre uh yeah, the pre yeah, good point, good i'm point. like why you want this <laughs> something we need a, we need a, you know, and I, and I, and I was talking to Amy about this. I feel like only in football and soccer and maybe just Mexico, do we want really bad things to happen? And we, and we think that because of those bad things, then good things are going to happen. <laughs> True. It could happen. Right. It, you know, people get fired, but I never hear like, like, you know, I, as a Suns fan, I, I was never like, I hope they lose all their games. So then next year, the manager gets fired. And then, you know, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like it only happens in soccer where like bad, 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 because or I'm not going to go to the games. But it, there is some truth to that. People are upset and people are upset at the manager. People are upset with the corruption. And if you take away the money, then, you know, changes are going to happen. I just go the same people are going to still always be in charge and going to go I don't think a lot's going to change, but at least coach will change is where everybody I've never seen more people going into a world cup mad at a coach than Tata Martino and uh, taking, you know, players like Diego Linus, who everyone's, you know, he might not be playing, but he scored goals against the U S in the nation's league, you know, or, uh, or Bebelte, who's the top leader scorer in, 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 in Europa league. Those two guys are out yeah. and everyone's freaking out about it, you know, and Tata has his ways. He's like, Nope. I'm going to give seniority. I'm going to bring Piojo Alvarado, who's a better player because he can play a nine. And where everyone's just like, all right, you know, yeah. you're, you're doing everything. That why we're not getting to that fourth, fifth game is because of you, Tata. That. That's how the proof. Which yeah. I feel like he, he does. And I feel like why, while it can be slightly hyperbolic to be like, no, we want him to crash and burn. We just had this argument on the Mexican soccer show like a week and a half ago where I go, I do think there's some substantial feelings in that because after JCO decided to step away in 2018, right after Russia, he's just kind of like, you know what, thanks, and we're done. It was a great run, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, we had this kind of illusion that the next coach is going to come in and really take this team to the next like level. Like every, every four years. I mean, yes, but <laughs> there was, there was, a, there was, Right, he had just come off. This uh, is it. This, you had just come off winning with Atlanta, blah blah. Right, oh, here comes this foreign coach who has this really cool system. And so it is. There is some type of evidence to like fans feeling slightly underwhelmed when we're kind of satisfied with ugly. If if all of our satisfaction will be ugly playing enough to get out of the group stage, we're right back where we started. So where was really the advancement yeah. and how much pressure is it going to be for Tata, whoever comes in after this World Cup, if you don't even have to fight to qualify? So it just leaves everything in limbo where you do kind of wonder as a fan or just as somebody that covers it, where is that motivation to change and be better going to come from if the same people kind of stay? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now, look, the biggest difference from 2018 uh, to 2022 is that uh, Chicharito will be live streaming on Twitch, uh, so he's gonna be great. He's he's very entertaining. Love watching him on there. Can't wait to see the content. And I guess my last question is: Yes or no? Is there a quinto partido for Mexico? No, no. <laughs> because there's Bro. gonna be a six game. Even replied seven. <laughs> they even replied in Spanish, so you know it's serious. <laughs> you 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 ask. <laughs> U.S. Mexico in the semifinals. I think if, if it aligns right, and we go back and we, you know, revenge for 2002, and uh, yeah, okay, right? I love it. I'd sign up for it right now. <laughs> uh, we so Amy, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy uh, the rest of your time in Qatar. Get some sleep. Thank you so much for staying up so late. Uh, I, all the Cooligans fans are appreciative as well. So uh, yeah, we'll keep uh, up with you guys in Qatar. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll chat again. Uh, the, you know, during this tournament. Keep so the great social media content coming. Y'all the best. All right, have a good night, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Footmex Nation. We so Amy, you guys are the absolute best. And go make sure you check out uh, Footmex Nation, uh, the Mexican soccer show for everything uh, covering Mexico uh, in this World Cup. Uh, they are the absolute homies. You've in heard English. In English, yeah, uh, they got you covered. Uh, Second so, and third gen. So <laughs> show them a lot of uh, a lot of love. All right. The uh, shouts to them. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on another, the second episode, the Cooligans World Cup Daily. Uh, we're, we're bringing these to you every single day after match days for the World Cup. So uh, we're in you, Atlanta right now, and we're still doing it. We thank you so much to Wiley Hotel for letting us use the suite uh, to film in. Uh, this was really, really cool of you. So everyone, check out Wiley Hotel if you're in Atlanta. It's a really dope spot. Dope spot, yeah. We, we're serious. Gorgeous, gorgeous hotel. Beautiful hotel. Exactly. So. Uh, uh, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels, uh, uh, especially our Instagram stories. We're doing a lot of stuff. Uh, the, the the watch party, you can see a lot of uh, fun clips. Uh, you know, took a lot of photos with uh, with fans. You Bro, know, they all came out, dude. We said we were going to be in town, and it was just a line of people saying, yo, can I talk to you? Atlanta bro? showed yo, up. Yo, take a picture with my kids, bro. Yo, we took pictures with people's kids. Oh, my God, especially after I swore. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, after he was scolded, uh, uh -huh. we took photos with uh, with the children. <laughs> I uh, in the corner with one of the kids, <laughs> and uh, we both have cried and apologized. And then we got back in. We good, bro. Uh, but we had an absolute blast in Atlanta uh, and, and, and have a, always have a blast doing the show. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody in Atlanta, for coming through. We appreciate y'all. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with another episode. Obviously, a lot of big matches. Mexico will be playing Poland. Bro, it's the daily, bro. It's the World Cup daily. France against Australia. There's four matches. That's the first four-match uh, yeah, window. We yeah. will be up at 5 a.m. So it's obviously, yeah, uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland, Denmark, Tunisia, and France, Australia. So we're going to be uh, recapping those matches. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Peace. Love you guys.